Roses are red, violets are blue. For today's topic, this poem's a clue. From flowers and roots, this story's told. This woman is quite the sight to behold. Lilies are white, and flytraps have teeth. This one's for the mistress, with clothes made of leaf. That's right, students. This week is the flower of felony, the vine-clad villain, the leafy lady herself, Miss Pamela Risley. So come for a walk through Gotham's Botanical Gardens, and make sure you're wearing your rubber lips. For Poison Ivy... Presented by the School for Wayward Nerds. anymore. I do like that he figured we must have forgot our names like last week so he just said everyone's. You can't be trusted. No I can't. Maybe if you behave you can get the ones at the end. Maybe. Um all right let's uh just before we get into anything let's start by stating the fact that every comic book character has like a million different origins and versions and variations in film. Costumes. Yep costumes in film. Television, comics, video games, all of it. So, if some of this isn't the one you think it is, or if it's, if you prefer possibly the Batman and Robin version of Poison Ivy, that's fine, you're wrong, but it's fine. Leave Uma out of this! She's, she'd be our first Poison Ivy, because we yeah. didn't watch the animated series when it came out. Sadly, yes. Yeah. Surprised we still give her a thoughts at all about this one. We don't. Um, what about you, Meg? What's your first Poison Ivy? Um, probably just saying it in Sean's shop because you guys just forced everything on me. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that don't count. First actual time. Yeah. Or is it probably just not, not memorable? Probably not memorable. Hmm. Alright, well. Alchem Asylum. Yeah, probably. Which is the most that. memorable thing ever. I'm sorry. That was my next question is what was the first time you went, oh, this character's interesting? Because that's not often like the first thing you see of someone. It's usually later you go, oh, look at that. Because mine definitely would have been Arkham Asylum. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? Well, my introduction was very Batman. Mm, same. And I mean, I, I knew a bit about Batman after that, but. That's probably the longest running poison ivy that I've had. Mm. While I was doing my research, there's not a lot of poison ivy stuff. No. She's very underrated. Meanwhile, Harley's getting completely overused and she's just no good. Not many people can relate to a green skinned woman covered in poisonous sleeves. But I like plants. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Thanks, <laughs> Uncle. All right, let's uh, let's let's get stuck into it then. All right, Poison Ivy was created by uh, Robert Kanaya and Sheldon Moldock in June 1966 for Batman issue 181. Uh, she's the ultimate eco terrorist, and she has abilities such as uh, who wants to go first? 
What, what is Poison Ivy doing? Oh, well, in that issue, she has absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, she can climb a wall good at one point. That's oh, about it. She's Spider-Man. Just like Ivy. Well, well, used to oh, read yeah, the that was um, Batman ship original yeah. Origins. What, what's over here? Um... Trace got it open here. Yeah, but you read it. Oh, well, it's like, um, what it's happened when in that first day, that first issue that she's in. Well, that well, Bruce and Dick are at a thing, and they're looking at the three, like, what is it? Oh, the, the, the world's the public enemy number one of women, and like there's and the all three. just like abstract forgotten chumps now. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know a single one of them. And then Ivy comes in and she's like, I'm so much better and prettier, and like all of my crimes are so you, perfect. You call that villainy? Hold me beer. <laughs> Fucking watch this. Yeah. And then she still kind of doesn't do much. She just kind of puts them against each other, and she's like, Yeah, I got a crown. Here's the shocked crown, but I have gloves, but I don't actually have gloves on because you can't actually see the gloves. Yeah, true. <laughs> Some of yeah. That yeah, she just like, she has like a crown and it's meant to be who's for the best. It's with like the chick villain, but the thing electrocutes them. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just like a point. Yeah, that's very clear. So, so it's a little bit like Batman and Robin off. where she uses her <laughs> feminine gloves to, you know, pitch them against each other. Yeah, because yeah, then she makes out with the Batman while Dick punches a man, and then and she climbs up. up a wall real awkwardly. He throws a battering and then slams her down like a bitch, and then she's in jail. Ta-da! Amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, so she has nothing to do with the plant. So what powers does she normally have? She has control over plants. Plant manipulation, uh, toxic immunity. Uh, she's toxic herself. You've got the pheromone control, and they call it just botany but it's she is a doctor in plants yeah she has typical i'm a scientist so i can invent whatever's convenient for me in relation to plant yeah that's always the motif isn't it Mm. um originally invented in the first place this this surprised me um there was no real female villain at the time like even in the 60s catwoman had become soft and always hanging out with bruce and doing all that sort of stuff which I thought was more of a recent thing. But, I've only seen that in like the games and stuff. Mm. But even if you think about Catwoman in the sixties Batman. Yeah, but if you think about Catwoman in Tass, she's not this huge super villain or she has more of that I'm doing what's best for me. All the cats. Yeah. Um, so they were like, oh, we need a new female villain. And then someone's like, hey, let's take advantage of the flower child hippie crap that's going on. They'll buy our books if we have one of them in our thing. And that's probably so the, they best, just, the best thing to come out of the hippie thing. movement. So the ch- they just made a chick wear green and call herself Poison Ivy, and that was about the limit. Because yep. all she did was say that she's better than these other people no one's heard of. Yeah. Um, Robert Kanaya, uh, the guy who wrote her first ep- issue, was also the creator of Sergeant Rock and the Black Canary. Um, while the artist, uh, Sheldon Moldoff, was also the guy who designed um, Martian Manhunter. Um, Ivy was created to fill a female role during the feminist movement. Yeah, we got all that. Um, 
The only thing that happened to her already is that her name at the time was Lillian Rose. That's a lot better than um, Pepper, Pepper Ivy. Ivy. That's what or I was ever. about to say. Ivy cause, Pepper. Because I was, I was so mad at that stupid name change for no reason whatsoever in Gotham. It turns out Pamela Riceley is also a stupid random name that was changed for no reason. Yeah, but it's a lot less <laughs> cheesy. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I got uppity about that. But it, or, it had happened before. And it'll probably happen again. Next time she's going to be called fucking Chuck Grass. No. no. They keep the Lillian in there, though. That's, That's a middle yeah. name that they never mentioned. Pamela Lillian Isley. Occasionally, her middle name's Rose as well. Whatever references the original. Yeah. Um, Alright, um, the origin that I went through uh, post-crisis is uh, that Pamela grew up wealthy with distant parents in wa- Seattle, Washington, finding solace and company in a small greenhouse. She went on to university with Alec Holland to become a botanist under the teaching of Dr. Woodruff. Now that sentence needs unpacking. Because Alec Holland, you may or may not know, goes on to become a Swamp Thing. And Woodruff, you may or may not remember from Batman and Robin. Yes, I uh, like... Oh, the, oh, the guy that makes Bane! <laughs> yep. No. Bane, uh, the small, white, weedy guy. Yep. Um, in that, he's played by John Glover. Which shocks the crap out of me that he played such a good Riddler in Batman the Animated Series. Meanwhile, he can go to like, like calm, arrogant, kind of smirky character like Riddler to just like full LSD trip Dr. Woodrow and Batman and Robin. Um, I gotta mention that he's also a Daniel Clancy reference too, obviously. Um, this is. Yeah, this is a doomed as class because in uh, the first issue of Atom, uh, Woodrow also becomes the Florotic Man. Oh, so yeah, pretty yeah. much everyone in this class becomes a villain. Teachers, students, probably the janitor. Um, being a shy and unsocial woman, she is seduced by a professor into testing experimental injections. This results in her being hospitalized for six months, while Woodrow avoids capture by the police. Um, during her recovery and release from hospital, her boyfriend is killed in a car accident. Uh, the coroner on the scene discovers a massive and fatal fungal growth throughout his body. Um, and at this point, she leaves Seattle and heads to where all sinister psychos go to Gotham City. For no reason. That's what they do. That's where everyone goes. Like, oh, I don't have enough superpowers to fight Superman, but I'm also batshit insane, so I guess I'll just go to Gotham. Um... Yeah, since her beginning, she's been part of Star Labs, the Injustice League, Suicide Squad, the Secret Society of Supervillains, and one of the Gotham City Siren Trio, alongside some Carl and Harleen Quinzel. Um, have any of you guys read any of the Gotham City Sirens? It's in that book that I have, but I haven't gotten to it. You've read your book of Ivy that you got there? <coughs> yeah. I read um, the Gotham's Asylum. Oh, no. Joker's, Joker's Asylum. All the Joker's Asylum movies are good. They're some of my favourite. cuts the dude up with an axe, right? Yeah, yeah, right at the end. Fuck yes, that's so good. <laughs> um, 
There's a good issue of Detective. I'm gonna have to Google the number just to find it. But um, there's a good one that I read where she's just taking like whoever cracks on her at a nightclub home and feeds them to a giant Venus flytrap for being sluts. Oh. And like all their consciences like get absorbed into the plant, and it comes after it. I will, I'll, I'll find the the number and everything because I would definitely recommend it. It's great. She like goes to Batman for help. And she's like in a little test tube in the cave. That's pretty cool. cool. I can't remember what she says, but she's egging on Robin and stuff. It's pretty good. Um, what other issues did we read? Um, did you read all the original stuff? So you know more about uh, Redwood than I do. Oh, I didn't fully read it. I just the looked through it, but Wonder Redwood, Woman issues. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. Her first. Like actual origin story is in like a Wonder Woman issue. And it's just something like her and her boyfriend steal some sacred herbs and then he poisons her and that's kind of yeah. He's just big tree chompy man. Okay. I wonder where he gone. Well it says I, so I like her um intro in Bombshells. It's Harley literally flies through the roof of her greenhouse and um, it turns out that Ivy is a black market dealer. So she deals in like perfume and chocolate and like things that ladies would have liked during the war. And Harley's like freaking out that the army's gonna come and find them and she's like, oh, I've already got like three dead army guys buried under the plants in the greenhouse, like it's fine. Oh. And that's pretty much like Ivy's intro. She's just this black market dealer with green skin that hides army dudes under her plants. So she's oh. almost like the replacement for Penguin. Kind of. It was a little that, bit strange, yeah. but at the same time, and she's wearing like um, the old forties, like see-through netted um, dressing gowns with like big fur collars, and mm. like she's very sex simile. Alright, um, the issue I was talking about is uh, Detective 823. Um, of course it's good. It's drawn by Joel Benitez and written by Paul Dini. So that explains that. Um, Alright, yeah, we mentioned earlier Batman and Robin, so we're going to have to come to that at some point. It's kind of our only live-action debut. Um... Yeah, so what's everyone's opinion of Uma Thurman in that movie? Uh, Meg, you go first. She hasn't I don't watched think I've seen it. it. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do another um, review like thing that eyebrows. I do. Yep. We were going to watch it yesterday, um, yeah. but instead we watched Girl on the Train. Don't watch it. Oh, there's a stunning recommendation. A big thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> How did, how did that go for Something you? based on a true story is so shit. Oh, it's almost <laughs> like that happens every fucking time. Yeah. I think once she becomes Ivy, is fine. All of the weird... The intro of uh, Woodrow, like, spilling poison on her and her getting bitten by the snake, that's wacky. Why is there snakes? Whoa, you you, you, no, because you absorb animal powers, like Electro being Electric Eel Man. An amazing Spider-Man yeah, too. It's not yeah, I explained, think I remember that movie is cake. Once she gets to like the big party scene, 
she but she's dressed as a gorilla. Yeah. Oh, Just that's so good. That's when she Very floss it. gorilla, Meg. Watch out for that part. And I don't know what's going on. Jay Jonah right? Jameson's I like bidding. how she has the, like, the hair cones. I don't know what they're called, but they're cool. Yeah. I think that she did an awful job, but it's probably not her fault. It's, I think it's the director. I don't think it's her or the director. It's one of those, I don't read comics. They're not a viable thing anymore. So I'm just going to copy what Jack Nicholson did because he did a great job and he was successful. No, the whole movie is shit. Yeah, I know. It's but not just... Acting, no. That the... over-the-top nonsense is the same that Tommy Lee Jones did as Two-Face. Everyone's just copying the Yeah, but the it's the director. I don't it, think it, it was her. very over-the-top. Well, is yeah, that the at movie? the start of every shot, I noticed for a fact that Joel Schumacher like, said, Hey, remember everyone, this is a cartoon. And then he would have them do the, all oh, the scenes. She had the little ivy things on her hand. Mm. The pheromone... I don't know how to... It's like a little ivy stamp. Yeah, she has a stamp on the palm of her hand that has like... It's got pheromones in it. Yeah. So she can like walk up to you and be like... Oh. And oh. I, I just blew... It like makes people infatuated, yeah. but for some reason it makes Commissioner Gordon like completely mentally disabled. And mm. she has a really cool little hideout. Yeah, but then she gets defeated by her own plan. She like falls on a chair and it closes on her. It's real weird. Oh no. So at some point we're gonna have to come back to this and have Meg read us her notes but about the movie. I have a few notes about a few movies. And a movie that script includes Bane wears a trench coat and a hat to As be in disguise, still in the mask. Yeah. I don't think we can blame Uma Thurman's acting. I. It is the movie that is shit. Any movie that, that said, has I to refer to any Christopher Nolan film. I don't need to see a close up of Batman's ass well, multiple get enough, times. So buckle up. Also, any movie that includes Batman pissing his pants behind the scenes is not good. Um, Batman did piss his pants once in the comics. Oh. You want to talk about that? He also had a sleepover with Superman, and they talked about oh, the their feelings. Rape aliens. <laughs> Oh, that's a weird one. That's all we can tell, yeah. Alright, yeah. let's go back <laughs> on to the topic. Alright, so Uma Thurman's played her. She's also been played by uh, Diane Pershing in the animated series. Uh, let's talk about the animated series, Ivy, because... Oh, is it the same voice even after yeah, season yeah, four? Yeah, she Um, once you read the extended comic book universe of those cartoons, her saga is, like, intense and one of my favourite parts of the entire show. She has a crossbow. Yeah, she does have that little gauntlet crossbow. Like, because she just starts off as, like, just an eco-terrorist. Harvey Dent digs up the last of the type of Aurora's to build a penitentiary. She attempts to assassinate him. Um, and from there, she just kind of is normal, generic human, but using chemicals, poison ivy. And then when the new Batman Adventures rolls around, she becomes green. She's monstrous. Very and actually different can control looking. shit. Yeah. But in the comic books, um, I may have put that down. Alright, yeah, because it took me like hours of bagging, checking the book, rebagging it, checking the next one to find it, because it's a back, it's all of the Poison Ivy stuff is back issued throughout the, the tie-in comics. Um, it is in issue three of the Batman Adventures volume two. That, that's the part that stopped me. Um, it's written by Dan Slott guy who did Arkham Living Hell and uh, the Spider-Man that's funny. Superior? Yeah, Superior Spider-Man. 
um, with art by Ty Templeton, who does all the tie-in things. He also does like the '60s Batman. You know, he does all of that. I wouldn't be surprised if he did Injustice at some point. Um, towards the end of the issue, Harley is thrown back into Arkham Asylum. Um, she runs into Pamela and is unsure on her because she's changed and won't tell her what happened. She's like green, aggressive. She's you know the new version. Um. She, she decides to play it cool, goes over and tries to be friendly with her. Like, she turns around and just screams about people being just meat and, like, thorns up and attacks her. Um, the attack results in Harley being poisoned and Ivy being thrown into a solitary confinement, uh, containment area. Um, as Harley Quinn wakes up in the medical bay, there is panic and commotion. Like, all the dudes are freaking out all the medical people. Um, Ivy is completely flatlined in her cell. Um, as it turns out that now that she's a plant hybrid, um, she needs, well, she's breathing in CO2 and exhaling oxygen, so the air ventilation in the area is killing her, so now she has to stay with Harley. Like, she breathes out oxygen, Harley breathes it in, and, like, she's just a tree. So she could have just stayed with anybody. Yeah, the second they confined her into a box, she suffocated. Um, yeah, in the animated series episode House and Garden uh, we see Ivy for the last time in human form. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Um, that's the one where she's making like a hybrid family that like turn into sloshy cucumbers when they wear out. They sloshy. Let yeah, sloshy cucumbers. Sloshy cucumbers is our slogan. Yes. Yeah. The school um, for wayward nerds. Sloshy cucumbers. <laughs> they um, let her leave Arkham with you know Sanity restored. They've got to stop doing that shit. Um, Gordon takes Batman to the house. Yeah, because there's some plant-related crime that he's sus about her. Yeah, so find it. Um, and it turns out that she's now married with two sons and living a really normal life, and she still has a tiny little greenhouse at the back, but it's like. Shit boring. It's about the size of this dining table. Like, it's really small and everything. It's the greenhouse that your nana normally has. Um, so it's very, like, no, I couldn't have done it. I've changed. This is my life now. I'm happy here. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I think it's actually Robin that works out. She's actually built a greenhouse under the greenhouse? Underneath it's like a hydroponic weed farm but for growing human beings. Like the yeah. bat like cave. Pirates, it's like cabbage patch kids. But with sloshy but, cucumbers. So <laughs> even though it is a kid's cartoon, do <laughs> yeah. you see like real fucked up ones halfway through the process? Mm. So like there's like weird ones. Adults watching. That was the whole problem. Yeah. I feel like because we played Arkham Asylum before we went back and watched the children's cartoon, a lot of like how dark and fucked up things are funnels back down into that. So even though it's censored and gentle, you still look at it and you're like, that's way fucked up in reality. But it's the same way going back and watching like and stuff. They have a lot of adult jokes because they knew that it's not, it's not necessarily adult kids. jokes mm. jokes as much as it is like themes running through it. Yeah, that's, that's why I love thing. the Poison Ivy episodes. As a kid, you wouldn't pick up on it. As an adult, you do. Yeah, it's all the body horror shit that she yeah. does with all the hybrids. Yeah, because um, I want it to be like that, that scene in... That episode literally ends with her being like, jokes on you, and you think you've got me, and it sloshy cucumbers. She wasn't even fucking there. 
I'll just I wonder swap. how many times I've said sloshy cucumber. We're gonna say it more. <laughs> it needs to be like that scene in, I think it's Alien Resurrection, whatever the fourth mm. one is, yeah. when they've been cloning the chick, yeah. and she goes and finds all the failed clones that are like half alien, half human, just like fetus monsters. Yeah, the the difference between a body horror film and Poison Ivy episodes of animated series are just the animation being gentle. Yeah. Um, yeah, that episode ends with her melting. Sloshy cucumber! Sloshy cucumber. Mm. Mm. Think so we found nice. our new sign-off. <laughs> Someone, we we're gonna have a guest and they're gonna say, like, squishy um, zucchini, mm. and they're fine. Kick their ass. Um, yeah, in the, um, the episode ends with her, like, on a plane crying into a photo album of the family. Because she's not lying when she says she's happy here. But at the same time, she's still tweaked it to the but point I that it's But I thought she was never there, you liar. Well, the whole end scene, yes, she's, she's been, like, on a plane to sweet Miami. Um, See, the jumbo shrimp. No, that's Jacksonville. We are the jumbo shrimp. You to play a game. Ah! <laughs> what is the R bit? It's like a bird like or a cowboy. Or a, or a I don't cowboy know. Yeah! Depending on how you feel. It's a shrimp. He's got sick ripped arms. Yeah, but that doesn't make him very right, right. no, Before we continue, we just need to explain that not all Australians are stupid. We know Miami and Jacksonville are not the same. Yeah, yeah. They're in the same state. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just like. I thought Miami was the state. Alright, if, if you're not up on the whole Jacksonville jumbo shrimp. Uh, my, minor league baseball team. Then have a hard look at yourself. Yeah, get, get your shit, put it in a bag, get it together, get your shit together. Just in a bag. Fuck you. No, you're gonna take it to the shit store. No, you're gonna get no, us sued don't, so they, many times. If they don't know the jumbo shrimp, I don't even want their shit at my store. Okay, moving back to I. Alright, so, so Google that in your own time. Um, Facebook, Facebook explains a lot more. Yeah. Um, so in the tie-in comics, it's revealed that, that, um, that this green hybrid plant human that is Poison Ivy is another one of those sloshy cucumbers. Yeah, so she's... way ready. She's not even in that season. She's not even fucking there. Um, yeah, she's just a better version of it. She's sent as, like, a red herring, so no one goes looking for it. But where was she? Um, I get to that. Um, yeah, to keep an eye on Harley, who she still kind of cares about. Um, later on, like, throughout that series, like, her demise comes through in all the back issues, and it's really good. I can't recommend it enough. I'll, um, what was it called? Yeah, the Batman Adventures, the Volume 2 version. It's, uh, like, the Season 4 of Batman version. Um, definitely get onto that, if you're into Poison Ivy at all. Um... Or want to know more. Yeah, because it keeps going after the show. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, later on in the series, um, in the backup of issue 16, the plant hybrid um, Ivy spends days searching for Alex Holland, who we mentioned earlier, a swamp thing. Um, eventually she finds him in like a crappy swamp laboratory, collapses in his arms begging for help. <clears throat> And has started to decompose, like, on the spot. Um, yeah, and she's just, she's just crying and melting and wanting to be human again. At this point, I've written it down as OG Pam. 
which means I guess the normal one. Yeah, why didn't she fix she it? She walks in through the lab and she's like, why is Alec screaming my name? He's like, what, what is it? And he's all like, care to explain this compost in my lab? And she's all like, hey, look at that. Um, I didn't think it would last this long. I hope it didn't cause too much problems. And like, that's it. That's Poison Ivy's technical death from season four. Huh? Well, Isley, Isley, Sloshy, Cucumber. Someone else did sexy was performing. Season 4 version is dead, normal one is not. Yeah, she's but, living in a bayou. You know, like a swamp. Yeah. yeah. Um, but does normal Pam still look like she does in the other series? Yeah, she's just in a lab coat. So how come every other character gets an update and that's the only one that they put a reason behind? Like, what made Bane go, I feel like a new mask this season. Probably and Scarecrow's just like, I'm sick of being a bitch, let's be creepy. You're talking about costume changes. What inspired Joker to change his skin colour? Racial problems. Oh no, his black face, he goes really light blue. Oh. Yeah, they they go grey. Yeah, he's like a blue with but, black hair. He's very out of But yeah, character. everyone looks that different said, except her. I like that version best. I think it's to pull down the white balance. Yeah. Because they can oversaturate stuff more. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that version better. Well, obviously. Are you going? Don't know. Uh, I have it on my body. Are you going to talk about the good episode of her? Uh, go for it. What is so good episode? You can explain. Chemistry. The end one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I is it the last episode down, of the show? No. Technically, she's the main character in the lost episode. There's one that's cut completely off the cutscenes for a video game. Um, I'll research that when we actually do the animated series. Like, by part of it, that's going to end up being. Um, but chemistry is one of my favourites. It's another one of those, oh, this is such body horror stuff. Like, the second it's not a cute this animation, is, it's terrifying. This thing's good enough to put a spoiler alert on. We didn't have to put one on to say that no, Batman and Robin was an no, awful movie. No Normally I don't care about spoilers. No, no, he's, he's right, I'll let them have this one. Because this is an episode Shut and a fucking up. horror. I've um, been dating this guy for two years. This is the first spoiler alert, so... Spoiler alert. Oh, jeez. Um, um, yeah, in this episode, uh, Bruce goes to Veronica Vreeland's, like, fifth or sixth fucking wedding. That's, um, his rich buddy who's in the anime series. I don't know if she exists in the comics. Um... But he meets, like, this blonde chick, and they hit it off, like, immediately. And, like, they end up getting together, and they very quickly get married. And, um, as, as the episode unfolds, you see this weird scene where it looks like Veronica Vreeland's getting beaten by her husband. Um, and set on fire. Yeah, but, um, Bruce goes to help her. The house is burning down. It turns out he's a plant monster. As they all are. Sloshy cucumber. <coughs> oh, someone else has to do sexy whisper. I'm losing my voice as I do this. Um, yeah. Um, every, every rich playboy is taking this big yacht to get dropped off at individual tropical islands, I think, for their honeymoons, because they've all gotten married at this one, like, month. And, um... Including Batman. Yeah, Bru Bruce. Bruce is there with, uh, I forget her name. Probably got rid of it. <laughs> But, um, 
the the point is like once the boat's out, Poison Ivy shows up and she's all like, "Hey, how cool is this? Um, I'm gonna have all of you killed, and because they're just plants, they're getting all of your stuff, and they're just gonna give it all to me because they're mine." And it's like some crazy gold digging plot of like the highest order. And, it, and a, Bruce um, gets suspicious at one point. It's a pyramid scheme. Hmm, it's a yeah. pyramid gold digging scheme. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce gets sus because they've all got the same coloured, like bright green eyes and they're all way too perfect for every single person that's there. He goes in to interrogate her. Um, something happens and like her face starts to melt because at this point they're starting to become plants again. Um, and there's this amazing scene where he's like, who are you? And she just stares dead-eyed at him and just goes, Bruce, I'm your wife. And just roots just fly out of the bottom of her dress and just like attack him. And it's one of the coolest shots in that entire fucking show. Um, it ends with uh, Robin pistol whipping Ivy with a flamethrower, so I'd recommend that one too. And a sinking ship. Yep. Yeah, the yacht ends up just getting destroyed. Um, is there any more animated series I think we want to talk about? I've got her entire episode list here. Um, how many is she in? She's in a fair bit actually. You got one, two, Seventeen episodes she appears in. Which is a lot more than I thought once I actually wrote it down. A few of them are cameos, but Because you know. I made sure I had them written down just because of her like saga as she slowly like abandons her life of crime, abandons Gotham, and puts in like a sloshy cucumber replacement. Um Alright, let's see who else has played her. Um, we've got Cindy Williams in the DC Universe Online. Um, I showed you guys the the cutscene. Um, what did you guys think of it? Um, if you're at home, feel free to YouTube it, especially if you're behind the wheel of the car. Have a look. See what you think. Don't do things that are going to put you in danger, please. Good. Um, what did you guys think of that version? It's a little bit different. That um, seems a bit weird. It's pretty dead on until she slowly starts to like go much more crazy than I'm used to hearing. Don't you think? Yeah, she sounded a bit spastic. Yeah, she gets real nutty at the end. Um, I actually looked into her in Brave and the Bold, and um, it's it's got her being a lot more nutty. Um, so it starts off with the Seattle, Washington. The botanist, um, and she actually falls in love with Woodrow. Like we all did. Yeah, Batman and Robin, that captivating gentleman with Um, the big hair and the shouting. So he ends up using this love in order to inject her with toxins into her bloodstream. So it's kind of the same as the post crisis version. A little bit, um, she literally, if she touches you, um, you're injected with toxins, which is why she has to wear the gloves. Um, and you have to wear rubber lips. She has the ability to gener- generate pheromones of her own, which control anyone. Um, he also injected her with um, chlorophyll, which is why her um, skin slowly starts turning green. Mm. Um, um, she's also, I haven't watched a lot of Dragon Ball. She's also one of the people that uh, killed Joe Chill, isn't she? Uh, yes, in Chill of the Night. Oh man, that's, I, that is the best episode of um, the show. I yes. know that show is 
I'm sorry. I just I love that one episode so much. Yes, correct. I know that shows like the art is based on the old days and mm. style, but this is the first time I've looked at a character designed from Brave and the Bold and yeah. not wanting to th- throw up in my mouth. Oh yeah. Like they actually made her look decent. Yeah. Once. If, if you want one to make you sick, uh, Google image um, Batman Brave and the Bold Power Girl. I was also going to bring up in um, The Batman. Oh, no. Is she, she in that? Yeah, she has the oh, um, yeah, Krusty the Clown hair. Sorry, crap. I was thinking of Beware the Batman. No. They wouldn't use her. She's a villain that anyone knows about. Leave Professor Pig alone. <laughs> Stay out of here, Magpie. Moving uh, on. Kai, you were um, talking about Broken the Balls. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, it, Woodrow starts getting investigated by the police. So he takes off and leaves Isley behind. Is um, that it? And so because her skin's turning green and all of the plant stuff, they check her into the hospital for six months. Yeah. Um, trying to like work out if they can reverse it or anything. At the end of the six months, she just, that's it. She goes mm-hmm. angry, starts going insane, can't deal with yeah. it anymore. Um, and that's when she surfaces in Gotham as Poison Ivy. So it's pretty much the same origin that he's there, huh? Somewhat, but they do, like, because... So the police took I'm her sure dwell and, like, tied more. her down to a bed and left her strapped in a ICU <coughs> for six months. Like, that would probably send you a bit nutty. Speaking of nutty... Um, the Nutty Professor. Our no, next episode. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, no... Meg just found a picture of the Brave and the Bold Power Girl. What happened? How are we doing? She looks like... A turnip. A turnip, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, more Brave and the Bold oh. questions. Okay. Yeah, so the show is supposed to be the old days and embracing the old weird shit. It's very much based in the Why is it modern Blue Beetle? I don't know. I don't think... I don't think Blue Beetle was even a character when Brave and the Bold was taking place. He might have been, like, in the old times. Like, he was probably another company. I can't remember where he comes from. Maybe Fawcett? That might be Shazam. Okay, cool. Um, she is Poison Ivy is played by Claire Foley in Gotham. Later to be replaced by, like, a 20-year-old uh, Maggie Gear. Do you guys remember when that happened? Yes. When they recast her as like super older, I mean she's not like a like a wrinkly old rocking horse. She went from a little kid. Yeah, she went from maybe like eight to twenty. It's fucking weird. Only one of the questionable things about that show. A lot of people are talking on all my groups on Facebook about how great Jeremy is in that show. Jerome. Thoughts, you guys, about Jerome? Um. Like we discussed in the first episode, yeah, he's supposed to be the Joker. I don't like Joker being crazy Mm. beforehand, but also, like, they don't even... Not that they can say it's the Joker, because it's set in the old days, but the show's that bad, they're probably going to turn around and go, haha, it was just a crazy man. He was killing Moth all along! He's ass. Well, the last thing I saw, he had, like... He died. Yeah, he he dies. He dies like half a season ago from now, and then randomly 
like I haven't seen it I've just read what happens and the thing I read didn't give an explanation of why he's just suddenly alive but some guys skinned his face it wasn't hush because that doesn't happen yet and then um, he just takes it and staples it back on and fights with child Bruce um alright who are the only other voice actress that I have marked down here is um um, I'm gonna give this one to Meg. I think it's Tassia Valenza. Why would you give it to me? You said you were good at names, and I'm not. When did you say this? I don't know. She maybe lied to me once. In Tasmania, Victoria. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> Tasmania, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, it's, Tassia it's Valenza. It's the woman who voices her in the Arkham games. That's right, the Arkham can, version. Can I jump in with another then? All right, what do you got? So we've got Diane Pershing. Who I said from the animated series. She reprised the role. So did everyone from Gotham, Gotham Girls. Girls. Hmm. It's a spin-off. Everyone's still the same. It is. Mm-hmm. But the reason I mentioned this, they're like two to five minute animations. They are pretty good. I and it was you. done by Warner Brothers. It was back when you had flash animation on your websites. And it's really cool because when you do watch it on YouTube, it tries to get you to interact with it. So in the first episode is Harley and Poison Ivy. And Harley's blowing a bubble gum, and you're meant to like tap on it to make it explode, which it doesn't affect the video, but it's cool to see like where the interactive elements would have been. Mm-hmm. And each episode has like a little game or a puzzle or something to like. I wonder if you can still find them somewhere. Yeah, they're on YouTube. No, I mean like the original interactive version. Oh, that I do not know. Um. All right, so. What does everyone think of Tasia Vanellis' version in Arkham? I think she's in it throughout Arkham. Through well, she's in all three. Mm-hmm. Of she in Knight? I think yeah, she's definitely in Knight. I'm pretty sure yeah, the first yeah. actress has stayed the same. Yeah, she she has a major role in Arkham Knight. Mm. Well, she's not in Origins, but yeah, that doesn't always count. But I think she did good. I like that. Not one. like anyone in them games weren't awesome. Hmm. No one came in and was just like, duh, I'm poison ivy. Every every character in that is pretty good. Yeah. I wish that was how everybody got introduced. Just like, duh, I'm Joker. Well, that's how we were about poison ivy because we watched Batman and Robin first. Yeah, well, that boss fight where she's got like the giant man eating plant thing. I love that version. Like, just monstrous. That fixed her up. Also, those stupid poison plants everywhere that, like, two hits and you die. I do not know how to kill them ever. Battering. I know, that pisses me off. That's so simple. Because I just ran. I just ran at them as hard uh, as I could and just punched them as quick as I'll, I could because I didn't know how to avoid them. I only figured it out the last time one shot at me before I bet the game. Oh, of course. Um, for all those at home, we've probably beaten that game collectively as four people, like, 20 fucking times. And we're only just figuring it out. Yeah. Um, so out of all the uh, versions, which is everyone's favourite? Yeah, well, the animated series is good to show off the different kind of things she can do. Mm. Comics are always great for it because mm. it's the source. Yeah. So you can't disagree with it. I mean, she's been around for over 50 years. If they're not doing it right, she would still be there. Yeah. 
the games are great though yeah so really we're recommending everything but Gotham and uh, Batman and Robin which I would recommend I like Batman and Robin if you want to just chill out and watch a sweet comedy about Batman it's it's not bad she has the awesome eyebrow cover shield Mm. yeah and that dude who looks like J. Jonah Jameson wants to bang it five thousand dollars yeah five thousand dollars um, what's everyone's favourite Poison Ivy moment? Let's get more specific than just the character. I would say probably the thing that I won't say because the games are worth not spoiling. Yeah. So I, don't I you dare disagree. About that when I was the thing in Arkham Knight, like the big important thing she does. Because her whole thing in that game... She ends up playing a big role in that game. Yeah, well, she's not necessarily a villain. It really demonstrates how she just cares about plants. And if She's some... not necessarily a villain. She's just way too far. It's like if someone in Greenpeace just had, like, schizophrenia and a gun. Yeah, because it really explains how, like, if it gets down to it, she can work with people whether it be villain or hero, if it means helping the plants. It sort of becomes a Mr. Freeze thing. Yeah, it's really... I have my motives, they're not good, they're not bad, they are important. Yeah, it just highlights that, and I like villains like that. It gives them an element. They're not just a... fucking moustache twitching, tying bitches to train tracks kind of generic motherfuckers. Um, Does anyone else have, like, a a favourite? One of my favourite scenes is that Bruce on your wife thing. Because that's just working off its head. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have one? No, not really. In that issue of Detective I mentioned earlier, what was it, 823? There's a good clip of surveillance footage of one of the dudes decomposing in, like, still alive, decomposing in the flytrap. And he's screaming, he's like, I can't feel my legs, I can't feel my legs. And she's like, oh, that's weird. And she, like, peeks in and goes, no, nah, you idiot, you don't have legs. Uh, like That's just, great. just the complete disregard for humanity in that one frame is so good. Mm. Just peeks and it's like, no, no, it's melting. I'm fine. There, there's no legs there that you can feel. Yeah, it's fine. You don't have That's to good. feel that. It's all good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, she features a heavy role in Gotham Sea Sirens, so that'll just be its own episode. I went to write it down. I went to mention her stuff in Hush. They're both going to become their own episodes. So I'm just gonna leave it well, here. while you bring up Hush, like yeah. we've got that Batman Arkham, those big trades that are just one villain's big best things. And yeah. in a thing where they're trying to show off how cool Poison Ivy is, why did they not put the issue in from Hush she when she brainwashes Superman. Superman? If you're trying to make someone look cool in DC, it's not. If you can it's bring a lot... down the big blue boy scout, that's fucking like gold stuff. Yeah. And that's also a great issue for why all these little bitches keep whinging in Batman vs. Superman saying Superman could have just killed him. That big quote Bruce says about how 
he can do this whenever he wants but he won't because deep down he's a good person i'm not yeah like people need to read that quote from hush yeah without a doubt if you are a fan of the movies or anything like that and you want to get into comics hush is a great book to pick up you get a sample of so many people i'll always recommend that one yeah that's um all right yeah so so i'm not gonna worry about sirens or hush we'll come back to them later um, my next thing was, do you like the human version or the green version of Ivy best? I like his statue. This was my tangent to go into that episode stuff. Well, I think <laughs> if she... Because when she's just human-y, it's just chemical crap, isn't it? Yeah. But when she's green and actually controlling plants, like, I don't, so I don't care about she's her... She's connected to the green, like, literally the spirit realm that controls all plant life yeah like all I don't... that swamp thing stuff she's like so insanely powerful she's on their radar and they're like how's it going and she's like like man. we don't need to have another batman villain it's just like oh i'm kooky science man chemicals there's like, so many of them yeah like i like that she's, she's one of few villains else. that has like a full-on intense power that mm. can do damage yeah um, yeah, I, I prefer the green one. I like her as a... All, all that body horror stuff stuff has really set my tone for a Poison Ivy. Um, how about outfits then? So we, we've said green's obviously the way to go. Do we like her wearing the, like, one-piece bathing suit? Or when she's just wearing vines? She needs clothes because chicks cop too much shit in comics. Sometimes like, for their it's image. Too naked, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's what that Joker's Asylum issue, even though it's good, half of the issue, she's only wearing, like, five leaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just to cover up. The... At least in, um, at least in the uh, Arkham game, she has a shirt. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. With yeah, the, like, like, red. Just for the sake of female characters not having some dignity. being judged, yeah. like they always are. The Tim Sale yeah. version of her. Her hair is plant, and that's all that she has is clothing. She just covers herself yeah. with hair vines. Yeah, because there's that figure. It's weird of to see her not redheaded. Honestly, when is it's she? Really weird. Where is she not redheaded? Um, in the Long Halloween, Dark Victory, all those ones, all the Tim Sale art, she is green, but with just plant coverings. Like there's no skin. There's no... Oh, it's okay. a little bit in the other direction for me. Uh-huh. Uh, plant hybrid wins. The one thing I wanted to say is um, the animated series goes out on such a crazy high note, doesn't it? Like, between that episode, Mad Love, Beware the Fucking Creeper. <laughs> like, it's all gold right at the end. Whoever doesn't like the new Batman Adventures needs to just chill the fuck out. It's pretty good. Even that um Nightmare episode. Which one? The one that they wanted to be the ending. Oh, if it wasn't a kid's show. Alright. Um, if you've seen it in passing, don't really think anything of it, or if you haven't seen it at all, go and watch Over the Edge, but keep in mind that they knew they weren't going to get the ending they wanted. As because it's a kid's show. So what they did was, at the end, they say, oh, it's all a dream. If you watch that and know for a fact that that's how they wanted to wrap things up... And remove the, oh, it was all a dream... Yeah, if you remove yeah. that part, that is... They, that they just had to do it because it's a kid's show and you can't end a show like that. Yeah, but just yeah. if you watch it with that knowledge, that becomes such a heavy episode. It's amazing. Um, Yeah, what would you like to see the character do from here? Is there anything you'd like to see her do in the comics that she hasn't already? I mean, she literally controlled 
called about Robinson Park during No Man's Land. That's when she started becoming green as well. Her stuff in No Man's Land is pretty good. Um, yeah, is there anything that she hasn't done yet? I've, I've got nothing personally. Alright, we know that I'll, she's... I leave this up to the creators. Yeah. Surprise me. Alright. Don't ruin her like Harley. Alright, who, who would you want to see her fight with? You've mentioned her fighting Superman. You mentioned well, in the origin stuff that she was fighting Wonder Woman. Mm. What would you like to see her sort of deal with? I'd, um... I kind of want to see her fight, like, Robot Blue Beetle. Just as a visual. Like, all the vines, all the big crazy technolo- technology and lasers. I, I, want, I just want to see that visually. I want to see her fight Shredder from Ninja Turtles. Because he'll just cut oh, shit. Oh no, he's going to cut all her plants. Yeah, oh. and she'll get mad. Oh, that's a good one. Um, there is a Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover at the moment. <laughs> that could about. literally happen right now and we just haven't known. That could have already been a thing. Um, I'll, I, I won't look into that. <laughs> Honestly. Somebody um, else can, but that's fine. Alright, um, so we've been travelling up and down this beanstalk for a while. Let's uh, go to our homework question, which was this week... Trey? Costumes. What is the best costume change in comic book history? And not just minor shit, like adding cool, lines cool in the new 52. If, if you had gone, hey, that time, like the one I almost did, was when Nightwing changed from blue to green. To blue to red. Get that shit out of here. we get Green enough. Nightwing. Oh, yeah. Oh, he can fight Poison Ivy. No. Um, who wants to go first with their homework? Kai, you're pretty prepared. <laughs> I've, I've just pulled it up so that I can. I haven't pulled mine up yet, so nice you get to go first. I've also pulled it up on my phone so that you guys can play. Um,. Bucky Barnes. Oh yes, oh, he yeah. was a bit shit in the original. So he was originally a sixteen-year-old boy. He's got a nice bow tie. A bitch version of Robin. Yeah, uh, he received um, SAS training in both England and the US before he became like the, the sidekick to Captain America. Um, who wants, to des- who wants to describe the wonderful outfit? He has a very nice little red bow tie and some nice is, matching gloves. He kind of looks Rubber like, gloves. Yeah, Rubber looks gloves. like a blue lab technician. Just a real generic olden day costume that they didn't make very memorable. Like you always look at Captain, Captain America's, America's costume and go, yeah. And it's just like, here's a dude but in you, shirt. You go like, he looks like he works on trains. He looks like he's been welded into the shirt. It's got like pop rivets around Yeah, weird. It. Is he wearing goggles? He does. No, they're just the no, generic like eye. It looks like goggles. You can see the elastic. Yeah. Also, yeah. what sort of goggles? What sort of patriot like Steve lets a 16 year old go to war with him? It's weird. Well, it was because <laughs> Cap couldn't do anything bad. Yeah. So to have this little 16 year old, they could be like, oh, the trauma got to him and he had to kill everyone. Huh. That's, that's kind of how they, yeah, made it okay. Alright, um, let's talk about the actual costume change. Where are we going? Oh, uh, we, we have costume change one. Two-parter. Two-parter. So we change into basically what you would know if you've been Chrome watching Arm. this year. Yep. 
if you've watched any of the um, Captain America movies, you know. Yeah, so basically what it looks like in Civil War. Just kind of like mercenary crap. Generic clothes, but metal arm with the star and long hair. It has a bunch of like eyeliner on and long greasy hair, so women are wet for it. You know uh, the rules. He does lose the cybernetic arm though, um, and it ends up shocking a bunch of shield like scientists. We also lose it in the movie. Yeah. Cool. Awesome scene. Um, and then we have the last costume change. Which Trey will probably know what's going to happen next. I have a feeling, but I don't want to say it or else everyone will make fun of me. <laughs> Slushy cucumbers. Yeah, she's his poison ivy. Oh my god! He just wears a big leaf so, on his dick like Adzi or whatever from the garden. In Jesus' Adzi body. from the garden. So Steve, Adam, Adam, Adam you fuck. I know. Steve Rogers dies. He leaves a letter for Tony Stark. I buried the children. Explaining... <laughs> I know where Geppetto's buried. Yeah. Um, he explains that he needs someone to look after Bucky, which this is a new Bucky. They were pals that went through college and everything together, so no 16-year-old Bucky. But he needs someone to look after Bucky, and he believes that Captain America needs to live on because it's, it's now like a symbol of the people and everything. Truth, so of justice course, and the American life. Bucky becomes Captain America. And yeah, it is yeah. the exact same as Steve-O's. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. much. It just looks like he's got like a black jumpsuit type thing pulled up over yeah, it's just like some a, of it. Like yeah. a, a blacker. More stealthy, I guess. Yeah. Um, the, these are his three main costumes. There are a couple of other ones that are hilarious, including a green and yellow costume. Straga. I was going to say Brazilian. Um, Fuck. It's somewhat... But yeah, he just, it's its the ultimate of, I started in the worst possible costume and, and worked my way to Captain America. Alright, uh, Trey? No, Meg. Alright, oh. Meg, what well, is yours? I chose Daredevil, because he started off in like a yellow Ooh, one. We're doing the yellow one? Yeah. I like his current one now where he's like red and like black. They did like have the that Netflix earlier. One. Yeah. No, the current he actually wears just black with oh. red highlights. It looks yeah. pretty cool. He did have it earlier. I haven't seen it earlier. But it, it's got armor on it. Uh, I believe it's Marvel Knights, but I could also be very fucking wrong. Oh, it was actually in the Flash. Oh, no. Alright, um, so tell me about this yellow one. Well, this um, one's got a couple of yeah, there's a separate levels as well. The but there's more than just these. Um, He had... That one's the 1964 version of the original yellow one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he kind of got that because his dad was a boxer, wasn't it? Yep. And that's Jack. Yeah. And that, um, he, that's made from his actual... Yeah, the costume is made out of his, like, Bathrobe that they wear into the ring. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say his little shorts the boxers wear. No. Just the shorts. No, well, that's why it's yellow and dark red slash brown, maroon, yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, I thought it had a bit Because that's like the colour scheme. When did it change to being red? Uh, a year later. In yeah, 1965. 
Well, yeah. the Shit, I thought it was well, the yellow suit. It's only a couple of issues before he changes to red. So, in 1964, like it started during the year, and then yeah, they just randomly change it. He's just Namor, the Submariner's there, and he's just got a red suit, and they don't mention it. They also change the like the D on his like chest area. Yeah, they change it from like one D to the two Ds, and the then they change the D's. Double D's. Double D's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it goes to the classic red after that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's like light red with some dark red. Well, it's kind of completely red. They just add the shadows in so he doesn't just look like he doesn't look like a um, red silhouette with horns and a mouth. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say Bruno from Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh no. Uh, doesn't he have orange spots? I thought he just had lumps. I don't know. Alright, we're going to come back to that on a different episode. I'm probably thinking of the little blue fox. Yeah. And then this thing I found, it's it come. It's the um, TV movie one, and it's just the when he has a black thing over his face, yeah. and he's just in a black suit, and that's from 1989. It is oh. actually from, it's, as well, it, it, it's in... One? The Man Without Fear when they got Miller yeah, the, to redo the origin. The and guy it, who redid Batman. And it's pretty much just season one of Daredevil's Netflix show in yeah. a trade. Oh. Alright, all right, so the first Daredevil yeah. first appearance was April 1964. Yeah. And then I'm finding the red suit. Well, here it says 1965. Uh, exactly one year later. Oh. So April to April. I, I, I have a bonus question that no one researched for. Oh, don't do um, this to me. <laughs> like, you just you mentioned that he came out a year before the crappy 60s Batman TV show started, and that came out the same year as Poison Ivy, but she never made it into that show. Um, What character would you have liked to see in that show? Well, it ended up coming in the current comic... <laughs> Bane and Scarecrow, they got bring in, didn't they? Yeah, so did Harley and Two-Face. I think Croc did too, didn't he? I'm not sure. I just, I, I've only read the Harley episode, she's like a roller derby spastic, and they're like, oh no, she's more dangerous than the Joker, and he gets all upset. <laughs> Maybe that's why he just hates her and doesn't want to... Yeah, who, yeah, who, who do you her. guys wish were in that show? You know. I, I've got no one. No? I'm, uh, no we're, we're talking about the show. Alright, like what character would you like to see? Pick one that there's no way it could possibly happen. Like Zaz. Zaz would be cool. Would have to be a man? I like Zaz. None? What I'd like Zatana. You want a Zatana in that? Yeah. I could imagine that happening, I don't. I mean, they didn't go that far into DC characters, what but that would work. Calendar Man, but like full on serial killer. Oh no, the one with the months branded in his fucking head. Yeah. That'd be cool. Well, what was your costume check? Alright, um, my costume change was Dick Grayson Nightwing. Um, origin- oh, just from Robin No. No, God, no. Have you seen that horrible one The original Teen Titans. <laughs> the big high neck thing? Yeah, he's got oh, a collar yeah. like Dead Man and, he's, and his collar's open to his fucking belly button. It is just weird. It is some of the most outdated shit I've ever seen. It took too long to fix. Yeah, I know. It didn't change until 1995. From when? 1995 is when he stops wearing that. No, but when did he start wearing it? Ah, uh, his first appearance 
in uh, Teen Titans, Titans 44, I can't remember the year, but it'd be old as shit. Yeah. It'd be like 70s, 80s, maybe. Um, so in the four-part miniseries from 95, just called Nightwing, it was the one that immediately followed into him doing the Nightwing series. Um, Alfred, and here's a character everyone doesn't remember, Harold. Trey, do you remember Harold? Harold who? You know, the little mute who lives in the fucking cave? The midget? Sometimes he's a dwarf, sometimes The mechanic. Not. Yeah. Funny little mute guy who just builds shit in the cave. Yeah, he just hangs oh, yeah. out in the Batcave, fixing mm-hmm. the Batmobile. And... Have you read Hush yet, mate? Yeah. yeah. He's, he gets killed Hush kills him, like, oh, yeah, just before no, they yeah. fall. Rude, because he's great. Just hiding in there, and Batman's like, "You can't tell anybody. You can't talk. It's fine." Um, that Nightwing is nineteen eighty four. Eighty four. So that's eleven years of that. That's, that seems even outdated then. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So they make him a fresh suit after he retires and throws out the old one. Um, he ends up finding out that a fake Russia place called Kravia um might have intel on why his parents were killed. So he um. So he needs a new suit to go and investigate that. And the book's weird. It's very outdated. Um, it's not very good. But the costume changes, like, great. Um, I have a nice picture here of Dick Grayson in the comic. I'd like everyone to give it a quick review to, like, set the tone for everybody. Describe this man. He has very hairy arms and a very long mullet. Kind of looks like the Beast from X-Men. I'm glad I was born in 96, that is you, all. You weren't here for that. He's kind of wearing a polka dot shirt, but you can't tell what it looks like at the bottom because he's wearing his pants up to his tits. It's it's all, it's all a very outdated book, but um, but just the costume change is such a step up from what it was. Um, also, on a little bit of a tangent here, I scrolled down from the image on my phone, and the people that it's tagged is Dick Grayson and the wheel of the car. So, oh, oh, that could like be like that's a car. Oh, okay, the chameleon like from Marvel. Car in the sixties Batman. Um, I want it to have its own series. <laughs> he did. It's called Rubber. Oh, nice. Oh. I love that film. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to go into the details of the book. It's, it's it's not that good. The art's not that good. The story's not that good. But the costume change is absolutely godsend. Um. Alright, what have you got, Trey? What is well, yours? I wanted to do Daredevil, but <laughs> the, the only other one I could think of that really stands out to me is just Robbins. Like, Tim copped it at the beginning, but yeah. Jason and Dick dress like little fucking elves without pants on and their in booties. Their that had scales on them for some reason. Yeah, but then, yeah, Tim had it at the beginning, but then after that, gave him a real costume like Batman's got this full costume going and Robins don't even have pants I like the excuse that he's wearing UFC shorts and a bulletproof vest but at the same time it's still pretty weird yeah like the shoes they're not shoes they're like socks that he's wearing elf boots yeah bootlets but then like Damien and later on Tim Mm. their costumes are a lot better so they're the worst two Robins. How do you feel about Red Robin suit? Not the New 52 one. Full cow. Full cow. Awesome. I like that one. Um, alright, that's everyone, isn't it? Yeah. 
Alright, this will go down as the squishiest cucumber in all the episodes we've done so far. Are you gonna do it? Go on. I forgot the first word, what is it? Squishy. Was it squishy or smushy? We are the jumper shirt. Get to play a game. Out of on the, uh, the, the, the Nightwing the costume did change a little bit. It had been like it had been tuned up a little bit for the for the series, but it's immediately thrown. Oh, holy fuck! That four parter features Nightwing and Dick Grayson. Oh my god! Um, all right, that was almost us wrapping it up there. Oh, I um, thought we'd we finish. Well, we've got to do a little boring crap. If you had fun, uh, subscribe. Maybe leave us a review. Right, Yep, give us a rating. Um, Good or bad? On a, we'll take both. on a scale between four stars and five stars, give us a grade. See what you think. Um, uh, we have a Twitter. We do. I don't know if that. It's called for way, wouldn't it? That's it? Easy. Yeah. Alright, probably like follow a group on Facebook, maybe, if you find one. If, if, I, if, if I do one. Characters. Yeah, um... Yeah, this has been another episode of the School for Way with Nerds. Uh, take care and fuck you. No, class dismissed. Ah, class dismissed! <laughs>